The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The first new competitive award category added to the Oscars in more than 20 years will celebrate the hard work and talent of casting directors. Other international academies and institutes such as the IFTAS and the BAFTAs are also adding best achievement in casting categories. Speaking to us about the industry and what the news might mean for Irish casting directors is that director behind Normal People, Disenchanted and the Banshees of Inishirin, Louise Kiley. Louise, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Nice to talk to you. Now, uh, Louise, a lot of people don't know what a casting director does. They may see it on the credits as those credits whistle by. So what's your job? Okay, that's a really good question and a really good place to start. So what we start with is the script and the director and the producers. And we jump on as a head of department very early on. So when you imagine a script is put in front of us and like one reads a book, we read it and we imagine, we sort of dive into the world and we imagine what the people who will inhabit those characters are, what they look like, who the actors are. And then we start, we sort of, um, there are many different ways that we can cast um, a movie or a TV series. There are people who cast commercials um, and theatre, of course, but our job starts with, uh, with the page, with the script, with a collaboration with uh, filmmakers. And then it's just a sort of a, a giant pot of creativity, I suppose. Now, the um, the big projects, the big, big movies, yeah. they often will have a star already attached, won't they? Yeah, they do. You know, it depends. Sometimes um, the sort of more recognisable artist will be attached for a long time in advance, especially when you think about independent film, because, of course, um, somebody like Killian Murphy or Barry Kogan or um, Paul Meskel, of course, uh, you know, if they are attached to an independent film, it helps the film financially for sure. And then we'll either be at that stage where we help that process or else we'll join a little bit later and we'll populate the world world around the artist. Yeah. Now, when you have a project, you know, you're brought into a big blockbuster movie, for example, and, you know, the the leading man is there, um, perhaps even the leading lady, if they still use those kind of terms. Um, (laughs) But then the people around them, I mean, for example, you can't really have someone who's Tom Cruise's best buddy, who's more handsome and desirable than Tom Cruise. Well, you know, I suppose we think less in terms of sort of how people look and more in terms of what people sort of feel like and what their vibe is. And so when we think about um, sort of Tom Cruise being the lead and the centre of the of the movie and the story and then written around Tom is characters like Amy and Bob and Dara and, you know, and all those other people. And what we do is we think about actors who will sort of be able, I suppose, to sort of play these parts, to to be booked for these parts, as in they might have to have a little bit of experience or a lot of experience. Um, but it's much more to do with sort of putting a group together and um, and just getting the right actor for the job. You know, now, um, you might say, uh, I tell you what, uh, this role is absolutely perfect for uh, actor X, Colin Farrell, let's take him for an example. (laughs) And then you go to the producer and you say, the only man for this job is Colin Farrell. And then Colin's agent says, this is the price. (laughs) What then? 
Well, you know, I suppose our job as well is like any job. So you kind of, you think about one idea. We all talk about one idea and then we sort of pursue that. And if that doesn't work, then of course we have to put our heads together and come up with something else. Oftentimes in my job, it's to do with availability. So, for example, you know, uh, we know Colin's really busy, right? So he might be doing uh, a movie over in Australia for six months and he just might not be available for it. And also, you know, people um, have carte blanche to choose the types of projects that they want to be involved in at that that point. So, so, you know, sometimes it's quite a nice challenge as well, because if somebody decides that a project is not for them at that point in time, then we can sort of think outside the box and we can come up with sort of new ideas. And what excites me as well, as well as having, you know, very familiar faces and artists who we adore to watch. But I love the idea that we can sort of put maybe somebody who people don't recognize on the screen in a role, which is exciting. And that's what, you know, people respond really well to that as well. Now, uh, already the texts are coming in. Tell Louise that BBC Three have started showing normal people from last night with the usual double (laughs) episode. So that's uh, good news. That was one of your projects. And it's fair to say it was a real breakthrough for the two stars. Yeah, it was. You know, I mean, you say it was one of my projects. <clears throat> it was a massive collaboration. So my colleague Karen Scully and I headed up the casting of uh, of that. But of course, when you work with filmmakers like Lenny Abrahamson and the producers at Element Pictures, um, Ed and Andrew, you know, and also obviously it was written by Sally. And um, so that felt like a very sort of creative beautiful space to work in and it allowed us to kind of cast it in a in what was it was a gorgeous process and of course you know Paul and Daisy have gone on to do amazingly because they're amazing Mm. and that gives you great satisfaction that that uh, uh, something that might have been a modest success became a great success and therefore breakthroughs for for the stars Um, you yourself were an actor I was. I was an actor for a short time. I was also a waiter and I did a bit of clowning. So, you know, whatever <laughs> kind of paid the rent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it gives you an empathy, though, with uh, the mm. actors when you're calling them in for casting. And I have a question about casting for you in a moment from one of the listeners. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah. therefore, you can empathise with them and, yeah. and let them down gently. I mean, the old don't call us, we'll call you. Mm, yeah. You still no, have to say hard. that, don't you? Well, I mean, you know, these days it's via email. No, I'm joking. Um, no, it's, um, it, look, it's a very hard job. I like to think that I have empathy as a human person and, and you know, and the people around me do as well. And, and I'm very close to the community of casting directors in Ireland. And I know for a fact that we, we love actors. We respect them. Actors are a very talented and, um, and special people i like i feel like they they have a talent which is um very special and we uh, and they deserve to be well looked after you know for sure but but it can be hard for sure and yeah. you have to let them down gently you know uh, your face is just not right for this one yeah you're not quite what we had in mind you're almost there but n- not quite what we had in mind I mean, I, I honestly, again, I would never kind of put it in those terms. The way I see it, and actually the way that is the truth of it, is that there are many different ways you can cast a project. There are many different ways that you could put a sort of a cast of 12 together. Um, you know, version A works beautifully, version B works equally as well. And at this point in time, for this filmmaker and this group of people, this is the ensemble, or this is the yeah. pairing, or this is the one part. So, so... 
talent goes without saying. We are never, we would never to say to somebody, it's to do with you personally. Yeah. It's to do with what the project needs at yeah. this point. Yeah, but if you're looking for an action hero who's going to be wielding a machine gun and so on, and then Danny DeVito walks in, you know, it just doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, there are skills that are needed sometimes, <laughs> and uh, and actually, you know, so, like that is it's it's a it's a great challenge, you know, for mm. um for us. So we do try and sort of uh, kind of match those well. Yeah. Now, now this text here, uh, could you ask uh, Louise about the preference that casting agencies seem to have nowadays for self tapes over face to face auditions? And I presume you can actually email them in if you do the face-to-face on the iPhone. Surely it's important to meet an actor personally to get a proper feel for their abilities and personality. That's a really good question. Um, I tell you what, so self-tape has been around for a long time at this point. And when, you know, the pandemic hit, um, everything became, as we know, everything became online. So it allowed us to continue casting. So, for example, I cast season one with the team um, like completely online, completely virtually. So we were able, which felt like a luxury at the time to work. So since then, things have sort of become a bit of a hybrid. We do, we have a day in the studio on Monday for a uh, for a TV series. We do see people in real life, but the fact that we live in Ireland, we're on an island, um, you know, self-tape is a, is a very helpful tool that we use a lot in our industry. And um, also it might mean that, you know, for example, you talk about um, Disenchanted. So Adam Shankman, the, the director of that, was living in LA. You know, people are not in the same country all the time. And in order to kind of be as efficient as possible, we do use the internet for what it what it's there for. And it, um, and it really works. We also do chemistry reads over Zoom. And at the right time, we meet people in the room for sure. But it gives us the, it gives us the benefit to, um, to see more people and to look farther and to be, to, to be better at our jobs, I think. All right. And, and neophytes, of course, can self-tape and uh, maybe get uh, an introduction to, into a world that they might otherwise find uh, hard it, to penetrate. Well, um, exactly, for sure. Yeah. Finally, we should go back to where we started, the idea of a new category added to the Oscars for casting Yay. directors. The IFTAs do it, the BAFTAs do it, the Emmys do it. Yes. So um, yes. this is good news. Oh, my goodness. It's such great news. So... We've had an Emmy for a very long time. It's amazing news for our, for our international community. We as casting directors around the world have been campaigning within our own countries to be seen because as we talked about at the beginning, it's a very creative and it's, you know, we do a lot of sort of like, you know, administrative and legal work as well. But but at the core of it, we are a head of department. And, you know, when you look at sort of credits of a movie and you see all the, the cinematographer and the editor and the costumes and obviously the amazing actors and director and producer, we are up there with those. So to be seen by the American Academy is amazing. And and I'm very proud, to be honest, Pat, that within our country, um, Anya Mariarty, the CEO of IFTA, um, created a, as you, as you mentioned, we ourselves have an IFTA, which will, um, which will, you know, we'll have our first one in 2025. So around the planet, as far as I'm aware, uh, the UK have it, Ireland have it, Italy, Australia, and now America. So it feels like hopefully Spain and France and um, and other countries will, well, yeah, one hopes because because I, I, I think, you know, it's a great movement. Louise Kiley, Casting Director at Louise Kiley Casting. Thank you very much for uh, joining. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.